Hi, Reed. How are you? I'm fine. How are you, Dad? I'm fine. <laughs> awesome. Okay. We already gave away our secret. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our year in review podcast. Yup. And just like last year, we're introducing guests. Mm-hmm. The same guests. <laughs> yep. And uh, so I'm Adam, you're Reed, and yep. we also have on my left, you want to introduce yourself? Um, hi, I'm Karen, and I am Reed's mom and Adam's wife. And across the table from me, hi, dancing. Hi, I'm Anna. <laughs> Great. That's it. Okay. I so, forgot to turn on turn on to start. Great. Sorry. Podcast hygiene rule number one. Nailed it. Okay. Good job. Experienced one. <sighs> well. So this is like our uh, our end of year tribute to all things family and otherwise, and we are including mm-hmm. people who generally emote more than the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> Case in point. Yeah. So <laughs> we came up with, uh, what, seven categories? Yeah. And I kind of think since we didn't write a, um, like a family holiday letter that this was kind of like our holiday newsletter. Yeah. Oh, oh I yeah, like Yeah, we that. should like include like a QR code or something to our podcast. Oh, oh on our... the Christmas cards? Yeah, that are that just printed. printed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Too late. Great yeah. idea for 2024. Great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we should add a category greatest regret for the year or things we'll do differently next time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, So, so we'll go around. We've got seven, seven in a wild card Mm -hmm. and then we'll, uh, yeah. Be done. Introduce. Yeah. And then we'll be done. Then happy new year. Uh huh. Okay. Great. And you wanted me to go first? I can go first. Well, I can ask the question first. Okay, great. Got it. Unless you want to... No, now I understand what you're... Just the first answerer will be not great. Because I don't... The first question, I don't really have an answer to. So I'm hoping by the time where it makes its way around the table, I will have an answer. You'll have an answer? Okay. Well, good luck. Thanks. Um, okay, so what are what was the best decision each of us made this year? And I get to answer it first. Mm. I don't know. He looked over at Anna. Okay. Take Anna's up. Anna, do you okay. want to go? Okay. <laughs> um, I have a few options. Um, my first joke answer was buying an anglerfish hat in Portland, Oregon. That was pretty good. That's yeah. a good hat. That it's a, a good really decision. good hat. It makes me happy. It's funny. It was a great Halloween costume that I got to wear to work. I think I'm going to stick with that being the best decision I made <laughs> in 2023. There are other serious, more serious answers, but I think that one takes the cake. Yeah, yeah. We should have that as our Man, picture. That's for a good the idea. Podcast. Be, Not that I'm in charge, but okay. yeah, we can add that. Because I think everyone needs to see the. It's really good. Yeah, yeah, it lights up. It's real good. Yeah. Okay. Great. That one of the hardest parts of the podcast is figuring out what cover photo to use. Perfect. Solves. Solves mm-hmm. that question. It's really good. Yeah. Okay. 
Also, Great. Minerva the cat has joined us and is also putting her review in, mm-hmm. if you can hear that. Great. Okay, anglerfish. Hmm. Your turn. Just the way we set it up, the, the two guests get to go first on the first question. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Ladies first. Um, so my best decision I've made is actually multiple decisions throughout the year. I feel like every time I head up to the mountains with Nina, it's a decision I never regret. And especially this year, because we had like an extraordinary winter and yep. then an extraordinary fall. The mountains just like, there were so many times that I would just like take Nina out on a little leash walk and then I'm like, nope, we gotta go all the way up. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, that was always the right choice. So no big decision that I could think of, but that one, those little decisions that made my year really good. That's good. Wow, that's good. That's pretty good. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of be positive affirmation. Yeah. Hey, boys. So I wrote down that my best decision was to propose, or just randomly say in a text exchange that we were thinking <gasps> of going to Ireland. Oh, and then that was the two kind of you. I think that was kind of my decision. <laughs> well, the way you, because of the way you responded. Yeah. Because you, well, because you brought up the idea that the, the notion that you should go to Ireland or Idaho someday because they have <laughs> potatoes and you're studying the potato famine. Yeah. And, and I said, oh, well, actually, mom and I were thinking of going to Ireland because we had been. And then right. I said, would you be interested in going? And both of you were like, so my best decision was to just pose, would you want to go? And then you both got really excited. Yeah. Because it's Ireland. Right. And well, we've but never... it's Ireland with your parents, so that's also... And we like you. Well, okay. <laughs> I mean, it could go lots of different ways. Yeah. So getting to plan that trip, which we have now just started to plan, mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. means that was... It's a pretty good decision, kind yeah. of decision. Good and I don't think either one of you really believed it was happening for a no. long time. No, well, because I brought it up and then suddenly it was actually happening. Because <laughs> I said it half as a joke, uh-huh. but not really as a joke because I did want to go to Ireland anyway. Uh-huh. And then, and then it was like suddenly like here are ideas, like actual ideas. Do these dates work for you? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So the way that all came together just made that my best decision. All right, Reed. Okay. Best decision? I think I'm just going to stick with um, I decided to, uh, like, being a senior in college, I decided going into that, like, sticking with being an RA and um, prioritizing that, even though it's, like, it causes me a lot more busyness and stuff to do, but it is super rewarding and fun. So I think that was a really good decision. Yeah. Even if it means I'm doing more stuff my senior year, but that's okay. Do you know who was most concerned about that decision? Was it like Grandma and Poppy? Grandma, yeah. Okay. She's like, oh, he should know he doesn't have to do that. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's his decision. Yeah. Anyway, okay. I'll let her know it was a good decision. So, um, 
so that now I see how this is going to go. So I'll pose the next question. You get to keep going. Oh, okay. Okay. So the mm-hmm. best thing, most notable thing you saw this year. Okay. Um, this is less poetic than the last question, okay. at least in my answer. Um, but this past year, I think it was like, I don't know, February or something. And the third Guardians of the Galaxy came out. And that movie was very sad and tragic. Have I seen that? I don't you think you've seen it. Seen it. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. But I've I seen it and I just forgot because that's pretty typical. I don't, it's not a movie you'd forget. Oh. It's very... Oh, because it's about the raccoon guy. It's, <laughs> it's about Rocket. Rocket, And yeah. it's like it's like the most <laughs> like animal cruelty I've ever seen depicted in film ever. And it's just oh. continued to stick with me in like a very poignant and good way. But it's still like a superhero movie. Huh. So I thought that was a really noteworthy thing yeah. to like mm-hmm. be put on screen. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know if I'd ever watch it again, but... It was very good. And my friend and I just sat there and held hands and sobbed. Oh. It was very good. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time. Awesome. Yeah. Hannah? Um, the most notable thing I saw, I was thinking about my summer where I got to work with kiddos in nature. And we have this cool property called Lightning Creek up in near Big Sky and Yellowstone National Park. And we set up a trail camera with these middle schoolers. And normally when we set up trail cams with groups, we always like, I'm always practicing my speech of like, listen, we not, might not see anything. Doesn't mean we're bad scientists. It's okay. And then we open this trail camera and we first see this, <laughs> I mean, man. Um, this deer like grazing back and forth for a while and the deer leaves and then an elk comes in and bugles right in front of the camera and then at this point all the kids are really hyped and me and my co-teacher are really excited and then the elk leaves and we're like okay we still have like 50 pictures we go and then this little black bear comes waddling in and like hangs out for a minute and then the black bear like rears on its hind legs and does the total like cartoon bear rub against the tree we had pointed it at. (laughs) And then we got me and all these middle schoolers like run over to the tree and pick out little bear hairs stuck in the sap of this tree. Um, And it was kind of a super magical moment um, to see on the camera and then see like evidence of in front of us. And that was kind of one of the coolest moments. That's amazing. It was amazing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to follow you. That's amazing. <laughs> Sorry. That's that really cool. cool. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it was amazing. Wow. <sighs> kind of get all jittery I just think, thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a competition. We can't. No, we can't. We can't yeah. Come up to that. I had a couple choices written down. One was getting to see Les Mis again, which Ooh. feels super trite uh, yeah. just because it's such a common Broadway production. Yeah, it's so common. But, oh, it's so <laughs> extraordinary. But then Somebody like, what kept coming it. back to me was when um, Adam, you, and your band were playing standards and substandards at Lighthouse um, when 
I mean, we just got to see you last night, which was also an extraordinary thing that we saw and heard. But I totally loved when we went last time with Anna and Sam (laughs) and they got up and they were dancing like, and it was just like so fun to see you and Sam dancing, Anna, and like everyone was just like (laughs) transfixed by you and you looked so natural together and with Adam playing. I don't know. It was just, I really loved, like, I'll never forget seeing that. It was really fun. That's awesome. Thanks, That's pretty good. Yeah. How about you, Adam? I was going to say just, um, just when we returned, we did that big camping trip, um, through Oregon, you and me, yeah, Uh two of us. And, the just returning to the Redwoods after having not been there for so long. Yeah. And just seeing like, just the grand nature of all of that and just how mm-hmm. the, the canopy mm-hmm. and even all the even the trunks even though it's like a bunch of old growth that's been cut um like just to see how mammoth all of that mm-hmm. is and to re-realize how just majestic and amazing that that whole ecosystem is mm-hmm. yeah so, for sure so that was my my best saw seeing of the year <laughs> So, I agree with that too. Okay, that was great. Well, mm. Nice. Snow bear scratches <laughs> back. Yeah, on I think that so one cool. was the it best. Was so cool. Did yeah. you save any of that bear fur? No, but Chandler has the photos. Okay. And she That's showed cool. me them again, and I need to get her to send them to me. But yeah. I'll share them. So cool. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now you get to ask. Okay. Wait, I get to ask. No, nope. mom gets to ask. Dad just asked that last one. Oh, you sorry. can ask the next one. Yeah. Okay, really. Excited. A notable thing that you heard this year. Lots of ways this could go, Adam. I. I had so I was thinking of um, musicians, mm-hmm. and there are lots of different ones. My um, my Spotify year in review said I listened to a lot of Steely Dan, which is true because I kind of rediscovered Steely Dan. And then Allison Russell, I kind of discovered for the first time. Oh my gosh, she's so good. And then we saw Sammy Ray in concert. But I think the best thing I heard was going to the Nickel Creek concert at oh. Red Butte. Oh, did I take yours? Yeah, that's what I had. Well, it was so, so good. Yeah. yeah. Uh-oh, but, I got to uh, scramble. Oh, yeah. Well, you can say that one too. I yeah, won't say too much. I just thought it was just... Such a good show and just such a, um, yeah, just like it's one of those shows that it was just so good you can't really describe it. Mm-hmm. And we've seen a few in recent years like that, but mm-hmm. that one in particular kind of sticks with me. Yeah. So Nickel Creek, Chris Teeley, and mm. Sarah Sarah Watkins and Sarah Watkins' brother. Something else, Watkins. <laughs> yeah. And then another guy. <laughs> yeah. And then didn't... Well, then Monica Martin opened for yeah, him, and, and we had just discovered her. Yeah, and then she was playing with... This is terrible listening, but she was playing with someone else who I also discovered was really good as a solo artist. Huh. I need to look them up again. Okay. I marked them. But hmm. anyway, that was just a really incredible concert. It was really great. I agree. Okay. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> Um, my most notable thing I heard was actually from last night, um, 
when we went to uh, the lighthouse and watched standards and substandards, substandards.band, you can go check them out or on Spotify. <laughs> right? Is this yeah, don't worry on Spotify. Yes. Um, and yeah, well, I hadn't gone to one of your performances in a while because you've done a lot of 21 and over stuff. Yeah, and, and so you've been away. And I've yeah, I'm not here most of the time. Um, but this was the first time I got to see you, Dad, sing, <laughs> which was really cool <laughs> to see because it was like the like you singing like the way that you would like sing us to sleep and stuff, but to <laughs> <laughs> audience. Adam is now tearing up. <laughs> it's adorable. We don't need to feel. There's no feelings. <laughs> There's feelings yeah. happening. But that was super cool and awesome. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> There's no feelings on this podcast. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have a band backing me up when I would sing to you That's, as a kid. Yeah. You still had your piano. Yeah. Upgrades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anna? Um, yeah, top that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I saw a lot of really good concerts, but I think one of my favorite things I heard this year was the Retrievals podcast from New York Times. Um, it's just like, go check it out if you haven't. It's riveting, appalling, really good journalism, really good make you think about bodies and our society and all the things. I just really loved it and would probably listen to it many more times. Hmm. It was well done. Can't stop thinking about it. Yeah, that's good. I forgot about that. We heard it on a road trip and it was just uh, like we had to keep, well, I felt like we had to put it away for a while because it was so kind of just jaw-droppingly disturbing. Well, and we ran through it. We were waiting for the final episode to drop. Yeah, oh, right. I was so, listening to it as it came out, so it was yeah, like, I forget what right. day it dropped, but like Wednesdays, Sam and I would go hammock and listen to it. Yeah, it's like, good. Really, really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, as everyone knows, I also thought of the Nickel Creek concert, which I thought was just great. But probably right behind that was Ben Folds with the Utah Symphony yep. up at Deer Valley, I thought. We had seen him before with the Utah Symphony, but... I just love him. I think he does a great job. It was like, like it's just a really fun concert, and it always yeah. reminds me how many of his songs kind of really mean a lot to us. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Good. Good that you saw it in the answer besides Nicole. Yeah. Creek. Pretty good. <laughs> and now okay, you get to Now ask you can ask. <gasps> oh, boy! Okay. Um... What was the best thing you guys read this year? And I answer this first? Uh-huh. Okay, well, I've been reading a lot as a librarian, you know. A lot of YA. And in that is definitely, like, Scythe and um, anything by Ruta Sepetis. Is that how you say her name? I think so. Um, really love her historic, historical fiction. Um, Anna, you're probably gonna say Demon Copperhead. Yeah, but you can. Okay, I'm gonna save it it for you. Okay. Um, I think something that I really enjoyed reading was Priory of the Orange Tree, Mm -hmm. which was a totally different book for me. It was this big, fat, um, 
sci-fi, no, no, like a fantasy book, like total world building. And it was just really cool. Like it was super feminist, queer. Mm. Um, yeah, just way out of my comfort zone, but I really loved it. And I kind of keep kind of looking at it on my shelf. I know that the new book is out. may have to read that next. It was a harder read for me because I'm not used to world building like that, but mm. it's it looked, cool. It looked like a thousand pages long or something. It was, yeah, it, it was over impossible. a thousand pages. It was a big, fat book. Mm. But I knew I was into it when I went to visit you, Reed, right? And mm -hmm. I actually brought it, like, on the plate. Like, I carried yeah. it on. And it was not a small book. Yeah, that counted as one of your carry-ons or something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I really, really liked it. So, yeah, I thought that was worth mentioning. Huh. My, well, I think either because I just finished it or, well, in part because I've just finished it is Poisonwood Bible um, by Barbara Kingsolver, which I probably, I know I should have read a long time ago, and that was my first Barbara Kingsolver, and I know... You've been telling me, lots of people will tell me I should read Barbara Kingsolver and I really mm -hmm. like her. And I knew that was true, but I just hadn't gotten around to it. And it really is just as incredible as everyone said. Favorite book of all time, totally. Yours? Mine, yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah mm -hmm. I can see that. Mm -hmm. But I read... Um, I think. Um, <laughs> Guardians of the Valley was about John Muir and, and saving Yosemite and the whole movement of conservation how it started and I thought that was that may have been just as good for me hmm. and wow that's high praise yeah and um, and I also read Player Piano by Kurt Vonnegut which I oh. just thought was super interesting because it really is all about um, society transforming around AI in a sense oh even though it was written in the 1950s hmm. huh it's really, huh. really interesting. So it's not the best book of all time by any means, but it was a super interesting read, and I think in a, in a really good read. Huh, cool. So, but still probably Barbara King Solver's my best read. Nice. Um, I think, well, so the thing I read the most this year <laughs> was a bunch of Irish documentation, like from the famine or like historians writing about the famine. Um, so I read a lot of that. Um, but another thing that I read, which was uh, last semester, as in like spring 23, um, I read for my uh, tarot and anti-racism class, we read um, a segment of Do Better by Rachel Ricketts. Um, and that I talk about it a lot because it's like, um, she, Rachel Ricketts is basically saying, like, calling out um, white women and saying, like, you have directly harmed me um, in this and this way and just, like, calling out all people to do better. And, um, and like, she uses it as a way to kind of, like, use it for herself to heal and recognize the... Um, marginalization that she has gone through and so it prompted a lot of conversation in that class and was super cool to think about um, yeah so that was a good one and I haven't read all of it but 
I would like to. I just read a section, but hmm. it's cool. very good. Yeah. Spoken like a good. graduate student to be. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um, mine is my best thing I read this year was Demon Copperhead by Byra King Silver, which won the Pulitzer. So you might have heard about it. <laughs> it was it deserved the Pulitzer a hundred times over. Mm-hmm. Um, just an extraordinary novel by an extraordinary author, who also has some of my favorite books of all time. Um, and I, yeah. There's lots to say about Demon, but that also prompted me to have a dry spell after reading it because nothing else could compare (laughs) to Demon Copperhead. And that got me into reading The Bean Trees by Barbara Kingsolver, which is one of her first books that I hadn't read yet. And being able to read Demon and then go back to Bean Trees Mm -hmm. and see her growth as an author and like the different kinds of stories and... She's, that she's able to tell is truly extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just have great fondness for her. And Bean Trees is also fantastic. So, Barbara King Silver. Yeah. <laughs> I did the same thing. It yeah. was really cool to see her growth as an author. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I can't think of anyone else that I can picture doing that with who we're so fond of. Yeah. And the way she takes risks is really amazing to me. Like, seeing Bean Trees and then her going into, through a lot of really fantastic novels, and then Demon Copperhead, which I felt was, took a lot of risks emulating Dickens and telling this modern American story. Um, I just really admire everything she does. And from a male point of view. Yeah. I feel like a lot of her stuff is from a female point of view. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I thought that was interesting, too. So good. So, Adam, are you going to read more King Silver? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Prodigal Summer. That's my favorite book of all time. I I was debating between that and Poisonwood Bible when I was picking one out. I think Poisonwood Bible is one that more people should read and would like. But Prodigal Summer is close to my heart. (laughs) Okay. All right. Yeah. Always another book. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Oh. Um, I lost track, too. Yeah. Yeah. What's the worst road or path that was taken this year? And I get to answer first? Yeah. Okay. So it's a lot easier to think of best roads or paths. Mm -hmm. Um, But I landed on the worst being on the intersection of Rouse and Babcock in Bozeman, Montana, which is where I had my first ever car accident that was not my fault. Someone else ran a stop sign on a one-way, and it was traumatizing. So just to clarify, first ever car accident, period. Yeah. Also, it was not your fault. Also not my fault. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Horrible experience. Would not recommend. But but Um, you were fine. I'm fine. Car has healed. Everyone is fine. Still scared of that intersection. Yeah, that's sure. It's <laughs> a bad road. It's bad. Anyway, I'm good. I have a question mark by this because I don't really know. I mean, there's like bumpy roads, like the road to, <laughs> to Christmas Meadows was epically right. bad this year. Oh, the yeah. road to the 
The place that we went to with Colin and Maria was super bumpy. Yeah, Forest Service Road. Yeah, but I don't I don't feel like that's really like podcast fodder. Like there's some bumpy roads out there. <laughs> but yeah. then they both got to really extraordinary places. Yeah. So I would take them again. That's well, why that's it's such, a, yeah. such an interesting question. That's really <laughs> good. I forgot I remember those roads, but I forgot Anna's I did forget the car accident. Now, so we get to recount. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. We have this forever now. So I think I'm just going to keep that one short. Okay. Some bumpy roads out there. Okay. To some beautiful Look out. (laughs) Get four-wheel drive. (laughs) Slow down, people. Secure stuff in your trailer if you have one. (sighs) Gets all jostled about. (laughs) Fix it. Then you know. (laughs) Yep. So I thought of those two roads, and then, but I came to the same conclusion as you. Not very interesting. No, no. (laughs) but I think also uh, even less interesting, but more of a bad path is just every time we've ever traveled Interstate 84. Uh Oh, terrible! I hate. There's nothing particularly wrong with it. It's just like always long. under construction and long, and and people go so fast. Hot when we're driving across it. It's so scary. Yeah, <laughs> dirt. So, mm-hmm. yeah. There's dirt. Dirt. Lots of dirt. And his first identification outside of a highway is <laughs> to say that it all looks like dirt. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I stand by. Yeah. Page <laughs> two, I think. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. So Interstate 84, yeah. maybe I-15 through Utah, Utah County, but oh, it's not this year. There. It's been okay this year. Huh. All right, read. Um, mine's similar to Mom's in that it was still a good thing, but um, I don't know. Like a month ago, I went on a bike path near my college that I go on a lot, but it had just been raining. So, so much. And um, the, it, like, the path was totally covered in water. And I thought it was just a little um, puddle. But then by the time I was on it biking and my wheels were kicking up the water, I realized it was not just a little bit of water. It was a lot of water. And, like, I was fine, but I got really, really wet. It was <laughs> sounds really fun. <laughs> it was very fun, but then the water, like it, it wasn't like a little puddle, like it didn't end. It was like I was biking on it for a solid minute, where I was just constantly <laughs> getting splashed. And there was one point where I was like, "I'm not peeing, am I?" And I wasn't <laughs> peeing. It was just so wet that there was just a lot of water everywhere. <laughs> my bike is still very muddy from it mm. but it's okay it all worked out and we all tried so that sounds fun though yeah, was, was it cold it was very cold mm. yeah yeah and then there were at the end of it there were some guys doing construction or something and i don't know on a telephone pole or something like at the end of the path and so i just come out and they kind of all stared at me <laughs> Hi. Nice away. day for a ride. I'm really wet. <laughs> we call muddy, but it was still good. Good road, but very wet. Good. Mm. <laughs> nice. Oh. Pretty fun. Yeah. Fun thing to talk about. Yeah. 
of little consequence, but interesting answers. <laughs> okay, next next category to you again, Reed. Okay. Favorite person uh, who you don't know personally this year. Um. Yeah, so there's a lot of people I don't know. So this could be a lot of different people. But I think my favorite was um, when this summer I was uh, driving to Bozeman with Anna and from uh, Oregon. And we stopped in, like, Hood River area to get gas. Uh-huh. And... Um, there was this guy, and he was just the friendliest gas station guy ever. <gasps> I forgot about him. Yeah. Oh, a, I remember you talking about him. But he was like, because in Oregon, like, they like to pump your gas for you. And, uh, well, like, you can technically pump your own gas, but, like, they're very nice and will pump your gas for you before you even, like, fully stop the car. And... <laughs> Um, so this guy just came up to us and was like talking to us and then just like cleaned the windshield. And then as we were driving away, he was like, okay, have a good day, friends. And we were just talking about him like the whole rest of the way. And he was just very sweet. And I liked that guy a lot. Do you even know his name? No. Some random guy off. I don't, it was just kind of middle of nowhere. Yeah. Huh. Thanks for reminding me about yeah. that. He was a nice guy. Yeah. It gives you hope and humanity. Yeah. And he was, it was like nine in the morning and he was so merrily pumping gas, <laughs> which was just a really good lesson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Who's your person? My favorite person I don't know are your friends, Reed, Ethan, and Scarlett, who I've yet to meet (laughs) and really want to meet because I know I love them. So I can't wait to make that happen because I love them dearly. You know, can kind of picture faces because I've seen pictures. Right. They exist. They exist. They're so cute. I'm so excited (laughs) to hang out with them. Um, yeah, they're my favorite people I don't know. Awesome. I don't even know if they listen to the, po- to the podcast. Well, they'll have to because yeah. they just got a shout out. Okay, I'll let them know. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to meet you guys. They're also, I think that they're fans of you too. Yes. Because I talk about you a lot. Yes. Okay. Let's go. We'll make it happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, my favorite person I don't know. I'm kind of cheating here because this is also one of my favorite things that I've read this year. Oh. is Andrea Gibson. <laughs> I love Andrea Gibson, who's one of my very favorite poets. Um, actually, the Poet Laureate for Colorado this last year. Um, and I am just obsessed with them. I not only... I decided to move Andrea to this category because not only do I love their poems... But I love who they are, and I love their perspective on the world and on death and life and health and illness. And I just feel like I learn so much from Andrea Gibson. So if you're listening and you don't know who Andrea Gibson is, look them up. Um, I've been giving so many copies of the book, um, You Better Be Lightning, Mm. out to people. I mean, all of their 
poetry books are extraordinary, but um, You Better Be Lightning is their most recent, and I just, I just really, really, really love Andrea Gibson, and I would like, I mean, they just live right over in Colorado. I just have dreams of like, just running into Andrea and Meg and just being like, oh, hey, hey. how are you? Yeah. You're my favorite You're person. You're my favorite person. Can I know you? <laughs> I mean, I've heard so many interviews that Andrea's done recently, and oh, my gosh. Like, and YouTube poems, like they, yeah, they, they have all this You can stuff totally look there. them up, yeah, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. The... Um, MAGA hat in the chemo room, super good on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's on Tiny Desk. Or well, it was their audition for Tiny Desk concert. <gasps> um, I don't know, they just made me cry, and I learned so much, and I laugh, and, <laughs> and everyone in this, around this table is sick of me talking about Andrea Gibson, but I just love them. That was another not favorite s- thing I've read this year was You Better Be Lightning. Oh, my. Have you read the whole thing yet? Yeah. Well, I dove through it, and now I'm rereading it slowly. <sighs> also really good on audio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're not sick of it. We just... You just make fun of me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. We it's know. fun. Yeah. It's like evicted and... <laughs> yeah. And Michelle, and Michelle Obama. Obama. Yeah. yeah. Andrea Gibson's even better. Oh, Michelle Obama. Wow. Whoa. I mean, I love you, Michelle, but. <laughs> yeah. As Just a listener of the pod, yeah. Michelle Obama. <laughs> but Listen Andrea, Michelle, if you're listening, yeah. I'd rather meet you. <laughs> wow. I bet they'd be friends. Now I feel kind of bad. I love you both. <laughs> <laughs> You never know. Grudge they're gonna hold now. Man. Um, Well, mine. What I was thinking, not too hard about this. I was. I. We kind of rediscovered John Batiste this Mm -hmm. year, and um, and watching him perform and and the documentary of him, I just admire how much. kind of joy he puts into and gets out of his music but I think um, and I'd love to meet him um, that would be fun that would be fun <laughs> um, but um, kind of almost as opposite an author to Andrea Gibson as I can imagine although yeah, I don't know they're not really opposites but John McPhee oh. would be mm. someone I admire he just one of my other favorite books this year um, that is of his um, called Tabula Rasa, Volume 1. Um, he's like 90 years old, and he's just like put together all these different pieces that he's never written, and he's just kind of made all these little vignettes, and they're just, they're not for any point other than just being interesting writing. What do you mean he's never written? He's Did never he's... put them together into pieces, so he's oh, had... Okay. In many cases, just actual scraps that he's oh, put okay. together, um, and ideas, and he sometimes he describes like why he never wrote this piece or why it never came to be or what project mm-hmm. he did instead. But it's not supposed to be a lesson in writing. It's just like, okay. and here's the thing. Oh, cool. And you just like read that. it for like two pages. Um, and he probably couldn't ever publish that except that he's John McPhee and is like, <laughs> like kind of the. Um, um, 
inventor of sort of like the original creative nonfiction writer, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and I just, I just really, I just think his writing is really, really good. And the fact that he's still doing it at 90, I don't know if I recommend like still working when you're 90 because he refers to still teaching too. Oh, buddy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I um, love that it's volume one. Like, yeah, that's probably the the best part about uh-huh. it. And, and he <laughs> describes that as being like, that way it's an ongoing project. Like this is his like um, way of saying that he always has something to do and he's not like saying he's done. I love that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and it's, it's just fun to read. So that was mine. Okay. Um... So you ask and I answer. Oh, okay. Um, noteworthy event or outing of the year? What'd you come up with? Okay. So I was kind of hoping I'd go last so I could see what else <laughs> yeah. came out of this. Um, I mentioned the Redwoods, and that was part of our, our big loop of camping. Um and so I'll, I'll say that that's already been mentioned. I think, and I don't know, Anna might mention this too, but I can describe it from the other side, was meeting you guys at the trailhead for backpacking in the Tetons uh-huh. and then hiking with you for one day and night and then leaving you there while it was still an <laughs> epic downpour. And... That was a really incredible route, and I've always wanted to do that. And now I super want to go back still because I had to hike out and leave you there. And the whole time I had, after I had left you, I was thinking about, like, wonder where they are. I wonder how they're doing. I wonder if they're cold. I wonder <laughs> how they're going to go. I don't know how this is going to go. But, but that was also really just fun to be able to go on another trip with you and see you lead a trip and see you have other people who were coming along for the first time yeah. and also it was really really epically awful yeah awful like where we were are you going to talk more about this i have a lot to talk about so okay. you should talk about yeah well <laughs> just the fact that we were out on this huge shelf way above a, a valley in the tetons and we could see the tetons and then they wake up the next morning and it was totally fogged and rained in so you couldn't see any, like it looked like you're on the some coast with like giant fog all around you instead of like at 10,000 feet overlooking this giant yeah. valley. Wait, so um, you didn't get to see it? We did okay. coming in. There were some fantastic okay. pictures yeah. coming in. Like it cleared up way it more. Day two we saw rain and wow. cloud. We were in a cloud. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That was pretty incredible. Yeah. I mean, that was incredible for its own, in its own way. Yeah, there's there's nothing like it. Yeah. And then hiking out on my own. That was a tough path, too. Going yeah. Going those steps. No, I was going and the rain. other way, thinking about you going down those steps. Yeah. It's called the Devil's it. Staircase. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little sketchy coming down it. Yeah. Wow. I'm amazed you didn't say that was your worst road or path earlier. But it was, but it was really epically fun, too. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. But, yeah. It had that two sides mm-hmm. of that coin. Okay, but that's what I'll go with. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Um, mine is less cool, but um, 
this summer I turned 21, so I got to, you know, drink alcohol and stuff like that. Um, Woohoo! <laughs> um, but I think a noteworthy fun outing with that was um, when I was in Bozeman before going back to school this summer, um, I hung out with Anna and Sam and we went to a cool cidery place and got like a flight of (laughs) ciders and crepes and stuff right yeah it was awesome it was very good ciders yeah great ciders and we yeah it was great and I learned I really like ciders yeah that was your first time trying ciders that was my first yeah and now they're like your your drink of choice maybe uh And they're up there. Yeah. Huh. yeah. No, that was super fun. That was fun. And they had like this, like these special ones. So it was like, you know, set my expectations way higher than they should have been. <laughs> but yeah. That's fun. That That's was really mine. fun. Nice. Um, yeah, I also wrote down Teton backpacking just because of how extraordinary it was. In so many different variations of the word extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Um, I love going back there. I love taking people backpacking. I love backpacking with dad um, and making all that happen. Um, but one of my favorite things about this whole year is how many people are in different places and just getting to travel to see people or having people come and see me from different places has been what's made this year really special. Um, so like going to Jackson and seeing my friend Hannah or like going to Portland and seeing Sammy Ray huh. with Reed and my friends yeah. Bridget and Cassie Hi, and Cassie. Emma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was so fun. That was one of my favorite things that happened this year. Um, mm-hmm. Coming home to see standards and substandards. Mm-hmm. Um, going to visit Reed a couple times. Yeah. I think I made it a, I don't know, going to the coast with you. That was fun. Yeah. And then, like, so many people got to come visit me in Bozeman, which still feels kind of new. So it feels fun to explore that place with all these new people that I know very well. It's just fun to, like, it's really hard to be away from so many people I love, but it's really cool that I get to visit other places and introduce people to another cool spot. Hmm. Um, Yeah, that's been neat about this year. It's also hard to arrange traveling all the time, cause, but it's fun. Yeah, traveling. 2023, <laughs> post-pandemic, people are in cool spots. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Gosh, that made me think of a different answer now. Woo! <laughs> oh, I don't know what I want to go with. We also have a wild card section if you want to do more than one. Oh, yeah. Or, like, yeah. include some. All right. Well, I had written down Kodachrome and going to Kodachrome with you, Adam, yep. and Nina over Thanksgiving. Um, and that felt notable because it was um, kind of our first Thanksgiving. It was our first Thanksgiving without either kid coming home. Uh-huh. And the closer that got, the sadder I felt about not having them come home. But then being able to go to Kodachrome and have a whole different experience 
and have such a great time together mm-hmm. just made me like it was such a confirmation that we're going to be okay. <laughs> and then, um, like, we'll just, we just are at this stage where we just appreciate the kids when we've got them, but that they don't have to worry about us not being okay if yeah. they have to go to, if they get to go to St. Paul <laughs> and stay in Oregon. Work. Yeah. Um, so that felt, that felt notable. I, I don't like how then when we do stuff like that, then we're completely off the grid. Like we don't even have access to cell phones. Like that feels like that I'm really not in contact, but it also makes it kind of nice because then everyone is having their own experience. Yeah. The other thing that was fun about that trip is I had that new little camera, which made it really fun. Yeah. And we got some snow on the Red Rock. You and cameras are a good combination. Yeah. <laughs> pictures. So, yeah. I'll, I'll stick with that answer. Good. Now that I've said it. <laughs> <laughs> good answer. Good, good answer. Saves yeah. On the editing thing. yeah, yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Anna, you pose the question, yeah. Okay. Wild card, anything you want to mention outside of the categories, Mom? Yes. Great. <laughs> so when you talked about people coming to see you, like something that felt notable in all the ways was getting Dad and I getting to go up. Well, wait. So first, Dad and I went up to see... You and Sam uh-huh. up in Bozeman, and like you had, like even though you'd had like a little cabin in Tetons, like your apartment in Bozeman, and like getting to go and have you take us to Crosscut and ski us around, and you knew the trail so well, <laughs> it was just like incredibly fun. Like, and you were were you working at Shine then? I don't think I had started yet, but I had applied when you guys were there. Right. You were working when I came up with Reed. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just been super fun to see you. I mean, you've taken flight a while ago, but like you're kind of, I don't know, building a little nest now. It feels like a home. Yeah. (laughs) And that's just really, really fun. Oh, yeah. I love that. And I'm excited to be able to see where you land, Reed next year and see where you start settling in maybe uh, okay <laughs> no pressure it's gonna take so there's a my while. wild card it took you for now yeah nice well mine was um i had kodachrome mm-hmm. was one of the possibilities but you gave that uh the appropriate treatment and i like that trip for the same reasons um, so my wild card, I also just appreciated this, the weird week in between Christmas and New Year's where we haven't really done anything mm-hmm. of like, That's like we didn't have to rush around. We didn't have, um, like it was the end of the guests and visiting and that kind of thing. We did go, I think we mentioned going to see my band. Yeah, that came up. Um, But otherwise, it's been like the puzzle in front of us and reading books and playing games and just and just kind of just settling in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was my kind of just just nice, nice week to have. Yeah. So that's my wild card choice of the year. Awesome. 
Um, I don't have anything as heartfelt. <laughs> There's because, a lot of feelings in this. Because this is a no feelings podcast, so I was thinking we would probably <laughs> stick to that. Um, <laughs> but um, mine was just factual. Like that is factual. Sit and read books. Yeah. And you were as here. you got teared up thinking about it. I, I didn't. <laughs> Dad does not get teary. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. Okay, so what were you gonna say? That's okay. Um, well, this was kind of a well in the favorite person you don't know, um, mm. kind of tacked it on there because um, they are these internet people who I really love, and um, their names are Paul and Matthew, <gasps> and uh, <laughs> Mom also loves them, <laughs> um, and they also have Maple, Mr. Maple, who's a who's a little dog. But basically, they're these um, husbands who uh, uh, Paul is an artist and he's losing his vision, and Matthew is just like beautifully supportive and like they uh, go through a lot of hard stuff, but they prioritize joy and like celebrating love and light and all that stuff, which I think is really um, cool and I like thinking about in terms of like my work with like queer youth and uh that kind of stuff and promoting joy and community rather than isolation which is easy That's and joy is heartfelt yeah. joy and joy is hard <laughs> so yeah. the end that was love beautiful. it i love them too they're so yeah. fun um my wild card answer was games Games make up a big part of my life with Sam and now you guys too, getting into games. Um, yeah, I just wrote down games, <laughs> thinking <laughs> it would pretty good. be, yeah, but highlighting Frosthaven continued into this intense. year. It's crazy. Our map is really growing. Um... Everdell has been a fantastic new game for us. Highly recommend. Splendor Duel, I'm the reigning champion of. <laughs> I think. In your house. In our house, yeah. Uh, yeah, I love games. What do you think is your, what would you say is your favorite game? Sam and I were talking about this, like, I, I told him that I think that his game Cosmic Encounters is like his game. Mm -hmm. Like like when I think of what Sam's game is, it's that game. And he asked me what my game was, and that was really hard. But I think I landed on like Hearts I really love. Mm -hmm. um, or Cribbage I have like a lot of really fond memories of. I don't know, though. It's really hard because I really <laughs> love these big board games now. Like, Everdell is really up there right now for me, even though I cannot win it. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know okay. what kind of game is. Hmm. He said he thought of Sky Joe being one of my, my hmm. games, too. Hmm. Or Set. Or Set, yeah. Yeah. It's know. interesting because I picture you playing Hearts and Cribbage and all those, but now I think of you as having all those super sophisticated board games. Yeah. 
But I think I like connecting with people over games. Hmm. And I think those are pretty cool games to just like sit and have a deck of cards. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Bring it backpacking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really fun. <laughs> kind of encompasses all the things I like, laughing with people and maybe be outside and yeah. hmm. a little bit of competition in a, a cool way. And a deck of cards. Mm. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That's good. That's a good way to finish See, up our, should our we play a game? review. Yeah, I'd love to play a game. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. What's the cat's one? Cat in the Box. Box. That's one of my favorite games right now. Cat in the Box. Let's play that. I can finish drinking the cider and the beer that you brought. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Read any other last words? No. Closing out here? Okay. Good. True to form. Thanks. Nice talking to you and nice talking to our guests. Yep. Thanks for having us. Sure. This is a fun thing to do. That's yeah. as that's as as emoting as I will I'll get. Thanks for opening up. It's been yeah yeah that's nice <laughs> really connective. Yeah. I like it being once a year too. Yeah, I'm a little sweaty it's right now. Christmas weather. <laughs> yeah. You are wearing like three layers. I got really overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> you did a very good job. It's a high stress podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Think of all of the listener. The edge of their seat. Yeah. Yeah. How's this going to go? Okay. I miss you, Cassie. And Emma. Cassie. And Emma. Emma's a regular. And Iris. Iris is a listener. Iris is a listener? Oh. Hi, Iris. Iris. Love you, Emma. Nice nice job ranking them. Oh, no. (laughs) No. (laughs) Cassie. You're all tough. Iris last. Bang buddy. <laughs> what? We both have bangs now. Oh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Alright. <laughs> bangs like your hair! <laughs> <laughs> it's good that you're showing that like, on the video, which we don't have. Oh no! <laughs> Well, we'll see. All right. Nice talking to you all. (laughs) Hi, Michelle Obama. Yeah. Yeah, Michelle Obama. (laughs) All right. Good talking to you, Reese. Keep your feelings inside. Yeah, I certainly will. (laughs) You do the same. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye.